this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career. Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey, everybody, it's Josh and Kayla with Married to Safety. Wherever you are and however you may be listening, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're going to start out this episode like we do every episode with a little bit of breathing. <laughs> All right. Let's make sure you're breathing from your stomach and let's relax those shoulders. And in through the nose, we're going to take a big, deep breath in. Hold at the top for Three, two, one, release it all out. Una mas. <sighs> Make sure you're releasing that last one. Really long release, okay? One more. All right. That's what una mas means. I know that. Okay. Today's my first day. Oh, my gosh. Just Spanish. You really had to clarify that? You I think, think so. I don't know what that means? I don't know. Okay. Let's take it all the way to the top in through the nose. Hold it for three, two, one, and release. Emptying out, uh-huh. totally. Mm-hmm. I'm trying my best. I, I'm I'm having a hard time concentrating today, but it is going to be a good episode because we are going to talk about a little thing called Iceland. And why are we going to talk about that? Because we just returned from the wonderful land. Just returned. And we've talked about sleep and we've talked about taking some time for yourself. And the trip to Iceland was um, a little bit crazy for both those things, right? So it was intended to be a trip that we could completely unplug from the business, which we for like 99.9% of the time did, which was amazing. But the sleep was a little bit challenging in Iceland. Maybe talk about why that could be. It definitely was. And first of all, let's talk about why we went to Iceland because a lot of people have asked us that. Oh, yeah. And so we actually watched a documentary by Zach Efron um, during the pandemic when we were here and watching things together as a family. We watched his show on Netflix, and one of his visits was Iceland. And we were just so intrigued by so many things. And, of course, it was Zac Efron. And I will go ahead and beautiful say. Beautiful human being. He's a beautiful human being. And Iceland wasn't quite as beautiful without him in it. But it was still fantastic and beautiful. Still beautiful. So um, that is why. My brother came to visit, and we were all talking about places that we might want to go. And Iceland opened up for United States, and we um, first thought we were going to have to have a COVID test to go, but that even changed. We didn't have to have that, and then we did have to have one to get back into the United States, because that so that kind of like really stunk. But anyway, we just saw a lot of things that we wanted to explore and learn more about. And yep. I think the, the the most important thing about the Zach Efron show that we it really intrigued us was the carbon footprint of the people of Iceland, right? You know, mm-hmm. they are basically carbon neutral. 
very, very environmentally friendly. They create their own energy. They have some of the best water, except for if you're in our first Airbnb. <laughs> but they have the best water on the planet. And it's just a really cool place. Just a very, very interesting place to go. And so there's there's two things two two times that you can go see Iceland. And one is during the summer, of course, when, when we went. And the other is during the winter with the, you know, so you can see the northern lights. And I think we decided, you know, if we went to the, during the winter, it's going to be super, super cold. And you can see the northern lights, which would be awesome. But then you kind of miss everything else that's amazing about Iceland. So we decided to go in the summer. And what a trip. It was It was awesome. It was amazing. And let me just tell you how thankful I am that we decided to go during the summer. Because if it's that cold in the summer, I definitely don't want to go back in the winter. It was chilly. But it was it was awesome. It, we, we were prepared for it. Luckily, yes. we, had, we had brought the right gear and everything else it was raining and all those things and um yes if you ever are planning a trip to iceland we did follow um, someone on youtube um, by the name of iceland with a view who is an american who has moved to iceland she gave excellent tips and we were so prepared and so we highly recommend her but we highly recommend iceland like it was just a, a very unique experience especially for me because I am very much a beach girl, and although there are beaches there, it is not my type of beach with relaxing and, you know, just laying in the warmth of the sun. It was very, very different, but I have been on this mission uh, recently to really just step out of my comfort zone and do things that are not normal for me, and... um so the biggest thing was that I didn't take my blow dryer or my hair straightener because they obviously have different plugs. And so that was a big challenge. So all the pictures of me, yeah, they're not great. And I know that's the big thing right now is to do these awesome pictures. And this time I just decided to just let it be, you know, like we experienced some things that were so amazing that Josh wanted to share. And usually I'd be like, yeah, don't put me in those pictures or don't put my my picture in, and I really tried to overcome that this time, and just really like embrace my natural hair and all those things. And so um, it was a very unique trip for us. And so we've been talking a lot about the uh, you know being married to safety, how Josh's schedules, my schedule, me feeling guilty that I could you know get a little more rest than him over the years, but yet I would try to stay on his schedule and. Um, he would always wake me up. Like, it's a very tough thing with sleep. And then we caught up on some sleep in our recent RV trip where we worked for a week from our RV and did uh, our schedule a little bit different um, and did some really cool things for ourselves. And it was so relaxing and so amazing. So when you go on a trip like this, you would expect that it would be a little bit of relaxing, whatever. So let's talk about that. But it really wasn't relaxing, it and was and it was intentional. Yes, it was it was fun, not relaxing. Because when you go to a place like Iceland, you want to get in as much as you possibly can in the time that you're there. And I think a couple things about Iceland that are interesting, you know, from Orlando, it's only four hours difference time time zone, so it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. It did not take us a ton of time to get there. It was kind of uncomfortable how yes, short the flight was. Yes. From Florida to Iceland, that was very uncomfortable. But we left, um, we ended up flying through Minneapolis, and I think we left Minneapolis at 7.30 at night, um, central time zone, and we landed at 6 o'clock in the morning in Iceland. So we actually lost a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but we also, we, we lost an entire night's sleep, which mm-hmm. which kind of messes you up because sleeping on a plane 
even though Kayla bought every blanket that we have, and you know, we have three pillows and three new blankets, and we Travel have yes, yeah, sleep masks, and all this. it's yes. just not the same, right? It just well, doesn't work out. I wanted to be out. sanitized and all that, so I bought our own blankets to travel with, which were really nice. I thought they were good; they were they were excellent. But it's just, you know, the five hour flight, it's just not enough to really get a true night's sleep. Right. So you you really kind of felt this urgency. So what we did the first day is we just kind of explored around there, right? We were we were in and her brother was landing later that afternoon. So we were able to just go to Reykjavik and just kind of explore the town. And we we drive and they they drive on the same side of the road we do. Kind of weird. They just gave us a car. I felt weird about that. And they're like, Hey, you've got full coverage insurance, you can bring back a steering wheel. It's totally fine. Um, the gas is super, super expensive. And everything is metric, so you're dealing with kilometers per hour and not miles per hour, so you have to do a little bit of math there. But we were able to walk around the city, which was awesome. But the thing about Reykjavik and and, and Iceland in particular in summertime is it's, I think it was 23 and a half hours of daylight. And nighttime was really just, it looked kind of like a sunset. It was still very, very light outside. So constant light. And so we pick up, you know, Kayla's brother. We have a really, really great dinner the first night. And then we get back to the hotel, the Airbnb that we're staying in. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And it looked like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then, you know, we're trying to sleep because we had a really cool day the next day planned. where We were going to the Blue Lagoon, the hot springs, and and we're actually going to go see a volcano. But the littlest sliver of light came in at 2 o'clock in the morning. Plus, there was the Euro Cup, the the soccer matches that were going on, and people were drunk in the streets and having a great time. But it was just it all it kind of messed up with your sleep. And so we woke up the next day and definitely needed coffee, definitely needed some charge up. And so it wasn't the healthiest that we've been, you know, with sleep. But it was amazing for the trip, mm-hmm. and we got to see, see some things that we would never experience. Right, we did take mask silk. I mask to sleep. That was one of the recommendations of, of Iceland with a view. And so we did that and it helped, but it's different. It's very different to sleep with something on your face like that, especially on the plane. We use the mask and you have a face mask on also. So I, my whole face was covered and there was just no way I could. That's do a that. weird like, feeling. That was too. very weird. But back at the Airbnb, we did use our sleep mask and it was okay, but it was just, it was very loud because I suddenly realized, like, it's daylight. These people don't really care what time it is. Like, they're just going on about their business because they do have a time in their lives when it's all dark. So they really live it up during these daylight hours. It's special for them, right? I mean, yeah, and we, one of the reasons we wanted to go there is because we want to experience a different culture and be very uncomfortable. And I yeah. think it was, it was incredibly safe, incredibly clean. The people were remarkable. But they kind of do things their own way, which was, was spectacular and, and something pretty cool to see. So um, I did want to mention that So we, we went and we explored Reykjavik the first day, had a really nice dinner. The next day we went and, and went to the Blue Lagoon, which is a natural hot springs because oh they gosh. have geothermal yeah. energy. Amazing. And then we went and saw a, an active volcano. And we actually hiked up a mountain. And got to take pictures and video and everything else of an actual volcano spewing. Kayla was amazing because she's down there at the bottom exploring these the lava fields. 
And all of a sudden, some dude just run. And there's no signs that say you can't be anywhere. There was not like America. We put up a fence and separate everybody. There was nothing, like not even a sign. You were just kind of following other people that were hiking. But this guy ran up, and wh- what was his whole deal? He wanted to keep people off the yeah, lava? Yeah, like I couldn't even figure out if he works for like the city or whatever. But um, I I didn't go all the way to the top because it was a little steep for me. And I, I have kind of an issue with heights. And so I went as far as I was comfortable with, and it was just amazing. It was this huge, big lava flow down through the thing. And so this was hard lava, black, hard Hardened, lava yeah. that, and yeah, he just, I, I had been taking pictures of people doing handstands and all these things like, you know, headstands, yoga on top of this big lava field. And, you know, it did occur to me because I could see it smoking in some areas. And I thought, wow, it feels like there should be some signs or something up here. But this guy runs with his whistle and he was mall cop and like screaming at everybody. And people have been standing on this for a good hour at this point, probably. And, so he's screaming at everybody, get off, get off, get off. And so everybody gets off. He goes away. Nobody knows where he goes to or who he is. And then everybody's just back on the lava. So I don't really know. But it was really crazy because you could smell the heat. You could feel the heat. You could see the heat coming from this lava that had clearly been hardened. But he said that it was like 1200 degrees. That's too many. Yeah. So if you fall through, break. you're going to yeah, have a really bad day. Yes. But the, the, the whole thing about this is that we had two completely different experiences at the lava. Both had a lot of stories, and it was just very, very fun and interesting to see something like that, that powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, the next day, and this is kind of what I wanted to, to lead into, we actually went on a food tour. Kayla had found this thing, um, and it's www.wakeupreykjavik.com, and it's W A K E. U-P-R-E-Y-K-J-A-V-I-K.com. And it was a food tour. And the reason that this is a, a pretty cool thing is that the guy that ran it is a guy named Dan, and it was phenomenal. It was us from Florida, this other group from New York, this other group from Ohio, Ohio Akron. No, Dayton. Dayton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a group from Switzerland, and, and it was really interesting. But they took us to all these different places, and so we got to actually experience Icelandic cuisine. Right. Walking. Walking. And you walked it. You walk walking, everywhere. There. It's walking awesome. Tour. And so one of the things that we actually tried that uh, maybe, Kayla, you can describe it because you had probably the best <laughs> picture and best look on your face is we had fermented shark. Yes. That's one of the things that they eat once a year. They, they used to eat it a lot more, but... They do it once a year now, um, and there's, like, so many health reasons that they do this because anything fermented is great for your system and your stomach and your gut, and this shark has, like, so much just, like, um, omegas and things like that in it that are amazing, and so it's really, I was very nervous, but it had been fermenting for approximately, like, two months in a jar, and we all got to try this, and it was white. It was not completely fermented. I think it gets really dark and, you know, like kind of nasty after 
like but it's kind maybe, of a joke with the local Icelanders. Yeah. They they have people try this so that they can see the look on your right. face. Right, and so we tried it. I did not think it was that bad. I thought I would probably do it every day if I had some, if, if it was good for me. But some of the different things that we had, the the cuisine that we had there, stuff that we'd never think about, like the things that they do with root vegetables, carrots, you know, because they have a different climate and they, mm-hmm. they can grow different things. But the different fish, the fish was so fresh. We had a lot of lamb, uh, just a lot of really good thing. And we had a lamb hot dog. And probably one of my favorite, th- favorite things about the entire trip mm-hmm. was this lamb hot dog. And but and rye ice cream. Yeah, rye ice cream with these little phenomenal. bits of like rye in it, which mm-hmm. was crazy. I, I guess it's kind of like bread. But, you know, it, it makes you get completely out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But I think that the reason that we loved it and we wanted to talk about this trip so much is because no matter what you're doing or where you are, you know, everybody's got these trips that they have planned and some people avoid places that take them completely out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, the amount of money Iceland is very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Luckily we used a lot of points and some things to, to make it a little bit less cost prohibitive, but we, we basically were in a car and we drove around more than half of the island and we got to see things that we will never see, you know, maybe again. But, you know, we got to experience it firsthand. We got to see, you know, no matter what your belief on climate change or whatever, you know, we happen to believe that, you know, there, there's some things happening that we could probably do better. And we learned a lot from their culture about how they handle certain things like energy and renewables and, you know, the, the recycling programs and, you know, the reusable cups and things like that. So we actually took a kind of a deep dive into our own lives and said, you know, we can do a couple things better. And we learned from them, but you know, the people were all extremely polite, but this guy, Dan, this food tour, if you get a chance, if you are ever going to Iceland, you need to do that, that tour. It's not terribly expensive. It is, it's like five hours. Yes. And, and he's it's amazing. So amazing. He's so informative. He tells you about all of their rituals and the things that they do. And one of the most um, amazing things that I think he taught us is that there's sheep everywhere, like everywhere. And it's summer. And so he told us, like, in the summer, they just release their sheep. Like, everybody releases their sheep, right? And we're like, well, how do they get them back? And he's like, oh, right. Well, like, at the end of the summer, we have, like, this big week-long, like, party festival. And basically, everybody just gets together and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's yours, that's yours, this is yours. So they basically drink beer and find their sheep, which is the coolest thing and I've it's ever awesome. heard. Yeah, it's so cool. But I think we just, we brought back so much of, you know, the things that we've gotten away from here in America. And uh, speaking of, you know, safety and married to safety, that can be so many different things. Um, We're all married to safety because we all want safety. We all want to be safe. And it was such a, like, feeling of freedom there because you can just leave your stuff as you go hike a waterfall or a volcano or a geyser um, or you run in to eat, like your stuff is safe. It's, it is such a safe place. The prisons are empty. They, yeah, it's, it's they just cleared out a whole prison and moved it somewhere else. Cause it was right in the middle of the city and they had too many rooms at one point and made a dance floor above the prison because there's just no crime because people care 
about each other, there's not much of a difference in the levels. Of, the wage gap is, yes, is much tighter. The, right. And so it was just very safe and comforting and not a lot of the bickering that you see here in the United States. And we, we were very like, um, just comforted by that. And we want to see that here again. And, the, and maybe even too the, another thing that we were comforted by is, on this food tour, I keep going back to that. We, we love food, but it was just, <laughs> we talk about different personality types and enjoying the same thing and experiencing it from completely different perspectives and just enjoying the fact that, you know, sometimes we don't appreciate different opinions in the United States. We don't appreciate different perspectives. Right. But, you know, one of the ladies from New York knew everything. She, she was one of those people that had done all the research, blah, 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 knew everything that they were going to do. This other couple, you know, two weeks after they met, they went on a trip to Barcelona together, right? And and whatever it was. But, you know, during this tour, you got to see everybody's different perspective and you got to see people appreciate different things. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of neat to watch, you know, this Jewish girl that was, you know, going to school to study about the Holocaust and to study, you know, about improving people's lives as it relates to culture, she was seeing things from a totally different perspective than I was. Mm -hmm. And she and I actually got to talking and it was interesting to just watch how we were all reacting and, you know, we were learning from each other. And that's, I think something that we appreciated a lot from being there, but we could probably stand to do a lot more in our regular lives. Yes. Learn from each other. And we should point out that she was the next week going to meet the love of her life that she had met during the pandemic on a site where you meet people who have, who are in the same faith as you. And, um, she had met someone and it, this, it was an amazing story. And so we're really anxious to see how this goes with her. And, and it, because we don't divulge what, when we're doing these things in time, just because of safe, our own personal safety, right? right we're traveling. Right. So that's probably already happened. So we probably know, need to check right? that out. Yes. So. so we're excited to see how that went, but you just meet so many amazing people that come there for so many different reasons. And, um, these people were wonderful. Dan was wonderful. The tour, the leader and, uh, the, the, the tour and, he has an amazing company. He does other tours. So be sure and, you know, check that out if you're ever interested in Iceland. But yeah, we really stepped out of our comfort zone. We learned about the environment. We were reminded of how people take care of their land. And we really need to get back to a lot of that. I think here in the United States, we've let things go and, and it's, it was very obvious that this place is so well taken care of and just, beautiful and gorgeous like you shouldn't have to tell people to stay off of lava but guess who it was the americans they were all up there dancing on lava (laughs) which is (laughs) awesome handstands on the lava but um but yeah you know it those are probably givens but we do crazy things sometimes but it was just a beautiful beautiful trip and with the sleep thing i just wanted to throw out there too like we stayed in the the city but we did have one night that we were traveling out to Diamond Beach and seeing the icebergs and all of that, that we stayed in a tiny house. And we pulled up to this tiny house, and it was a box, literally a box. And we just put in our code and walked it was, in. It was 400 it was square feet. phenomenal. Maybe. It was the most amazing place that stared at a waterfall 
in this middle of the big grassy thing. We it was like gravel, and we shut those blinds and had a beautiful, quiet night of sleep. The best night's sleep ever. So that we had there. Yeah, I think the reason for this episode, one to promote a couple things about Iceland, talk about why we wanted to go there, but kind of encourage people that are listening. You don't have to go to Iceland. You don't have to do anything. Just go somewhere and appreciate a different culture, appreciate a different perspective, and really take something back that you can, you know, have great memories for. Because that's why we're on this earth is to create amazing memories for each other. Yes. And remember that wherever you go, that we've had a year of struggles, a year of anxiety and stress and these, some of these people have been worried about what they will do. I mean, imagine being a an owner of a tour place like that and not having tourists for a whole year. And so be mindful wherever you go, whether that will be a cruise next time and you get off at a cruise stop or wherever you may choose to go. Remember, in a lot of these other lands and even right here in the United States, remember to tip well. And remember that these people have been struggling through a difficult time. And let's all pull together and let's make this um, experience beautiful. You know, that's what you should do with every bad experience is turn it into something beautiful. So I think that was another reason just that we went on this trip to Iceland just to support a place that had been struggling during the pandemic. And we want to continue to do that. We want to continue to help people and support people who have been struggling during this difficult time and make something beautiful out of something tragic. So take some time for yourself, take some time for your family, make a trip. And if you're struggling with that first step, you're, you're so overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. What should they just do? Just breathe. Have a great day, everybody. And thank you so much for joining us. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.